There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you to the new cantina menu at Taco Bell. Ooh! It's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients. Great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself. The slow-roasted chicken, Mm. pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Okay! With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burrito, and quesadilla, there's something for everyone. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are endless. Try the new cantina Tina chicken menu at Taco Bell. Forever! Dog! Look, man. Where? Oh, I see. My eye. Oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that Ooh. culture? Oh, yes. My goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. Oh, there's a bit of verve. There is a little bit of verve and also a little bit of swerve in the oh. words. And what I love about my best friend is that I can look him in the eyes and he knows the cadence with which my voice will take. The rise and the falls, mama. Do you think that is because we um, have spent so much time together that cellularly no, we are together? This is the reason why. And I can I can trace it back and locate it to a specific moment. And I think our guest was actually in the room when this happened. Because oftentimes she, she can is. match the swerve and the verve and the well, words herself. We, herself. This was when we realized that like this is why we have this sensibility that we share is because we were watching one night. We got we got a little stoned like five years no. ago, I would say. And we were watching. This, I don't smoke. We were watching the season finale of a uh, season two finale of Grey's Anatomy, Ooh. and we watched the part where Izzy says, um, "It was me. I cut his that wire. I did it, and no one helped me. I thought I was a surgeon, but I can't. I thought I was a surgeon, but I'm not. So I quit. And then we realized we laughed at that because we like we're just like speaking along with it, and we were. And then you said, 
the reason why we find the same things funny is because we we listen to that cadence to yeah. those things it's about the things. cadence in yes. fact the funny thing that we've been saying yes. over the past couple of days and you know what i'm gonna say you go is and this is a great segue it's a phenomenal segue <laughs> is in the promos for the SNL episode last week. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. Yes. Tina Fey and Nicki Minaj. Yes. Tina goes, oh, here, you, do you want to be Tina or should I be? You, you be you be Nicki and I'll be Tina. Okay. Okay, great. Hi, I'm Tina Fey and I'm hosting SNL this week with musical guest Nicki Minaj. Nicki, should I say it? Yes. Really? Yeah, say it. It's going to be lit. You shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Nicki Minaj is so good in these promos. She's an actress. First and foremost, <laughs> an actress. Now, we say Saturday Night Live, and it's a phenomenal segue into... It's a phenomenal segue. ...our phenomenal guest, who we are proud of, realizing her destiny each day. Truly. And, I mean... This <laughs> she's, is, she's nodding in agreement. She's nodding in agreement. It's been a journey to get her back on. It's been a journey to get her back on, because the bitch is booked. The book is... The bitch... <laughs> the bitch is booked and busy okay, let's go the and credits. can't be bothered the credits i mean let me tell you something one of the like writers du jour of saturday night live there you go okay you've all she's also written for maya and marty and i'm proud to say that we have a web series out and i will remind you of this till the day i die it's called power couple Fantastic. that is featuring bo and yang and listen there's many 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 fucking things to come because our guest, as Chris Allen once said in a song no one remembers, there are no boundaries. Yes. There are no boundaries. It bears repeating. He says it one more time. There are no boundaries. Well, let's introduce her, shall we? Mm-hmm. Everyone, it's... Sooty Green! Oh, shit. <laughs> a two-time guest. Chris Allen. Remember Chris? No. no. <laughs> I think the winner of season... Nine? Six? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no. I think he was the winner of season... <laughs> well, this is funny that we say this because last night they crowned an American Idol winner. Sure. And then did we... And then who is it? Do we care? Her it's... name is Maddie Pope. Come on, Maddie Pope. <laughs> Wait. Do you do you know what the T is, though? So this she's is like... She's dating this, the number two guy? She's dating the runner-up, yeah, which yeah, they yeah. revealed wow. live on the air. It's like a Justin and Kelly dream. What's it dream. called when you are like in... um like in a, You're in a captor situation. And Stockholm you like, Syndrome? Yeah, like they were like in a, in in the trenches together. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And it's kind of... It's actually exactly like... Not kind of like, but it's two people on American Idol ending up dating is exactly like um, when they liberated the Jews from the camps and then so many of those liberated Jews um, moved to towns together and created new families right. out is of that, that trauma. Is that so? Well, yes. because, oh my God, you guys, I did the show uh, this weekend called You're the Experts, a podcast hosted by Chris Duffy, lovely Ooh. guy. Um, but he always brings on like some academic, some scientist, person, specialist, whatever, to come on. And then like it's a panel of three comedians that sort of play games to sort of talk about and riff off of their profession. And it's, it's usually some like cool esoteric scientist that like it works with like brown dwarves in space and like that kind of stuff. Oh but God. the doctor for this time that I was on was the most success like she she is the scientist for match.com she is the she's Ooh. published eight books she's a phd wow. about love she's the love anthropologist the love doctor <gasps> basically she's love the doc. literal love doctor and she like was 50 cents said in his song i'm a love doctor like 50 cents in his song and <laughs> she was she was amazing and what she said was that like people who go through these like 
very not traumatic experiences, but like American Idol, American, American Idol, Idol Jesus. <laughs> what? Um, just what? They like. Th- I mean, that is that is something that just sort of triggers some susceptibility to. I get feelings. it. I get it. Yeah. It's like it's like um, why so many co-stars get together. There you go. There you go. It's yeah. a way to hack love, if you so wish to do. You hacked love. Well, do you think that she can help us? Because I mean, for the first time in a long time, the three of us are all single. All single together. Oh, and it, you, oh, y'all, it's, let me announce, and it, I was not the person who came, came up with this. I believe it was Matt. Um, Go on. But it is the summer of cunt for us. <laughs> can we reveal? We can reveal. Summer it is cunt. the summer of cunt with a K. That is the um, title of our group chat on I, are the three of us. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And there's many different, um, we're also in a, in a group chat with a bunch of gay boys you know and love called Twink corers, like when you core a twink, like, which means like when, when you... twink. Do you know oh, this? I thought it was called twink choir, which would honestly, <laughs> which be would a be gorgeous cute. choir. Like it would least. be a beautiful choir. Um, but, but summer corers, apparently, twinks when they get had sex mm-hmm. too, they say when they, they get, get they get too. cored. Oh, gorgeous! That's like an apple, like a, yeah, like like core me, like daddy. an apple. Did you ever have like oh. one of those slicers in your kitchen that had like all the little segments? Yeah, and you yeah. Just like push it over, and my mom eventually got rid of ours because she said too hard to clean. Uh-huh. Really, yeah. too hard to clean. Oh, because you got to get in there and yeah. just rub every surface. Well, I, I just put it in the dishwasher. Is it dishwasher safe? I believe. Okay, so. because Bowen is rich. Yeah, very so, rich. very wealthy put man. It in Let's the go dishwasher, down like we can just run it every two minutes for one item. You do have a dishwasher, don't you? At my at my place in Brooklyn. Yeah. Yes. Wait, did have you? Did you guys ever? Sit, do you remember that song that you guys brought into Pop Roulette one day about oh the dishwasher? And I'm gonna dishwasher. Oh my god! Wait, what? Was that us? And I got a dishwasher. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna wash the dish again. No, that's not how it went. Wait, well, how did it okay, go? Okay, you guys did came I in this? and you got I, you, the two of you wrote we it. We did write it together. And what? It, and it went like this. <laughs> Then I got a dishwasher and it changed my world. Uh, then I got a dishwasher and it changed my world. Ooh boy! Yes! Yes! Oh, oh my god! god. I remember. Wait, and do you remember had a harmony? Yeah, I, I had a really I, good I, harmony. I went up on the third during. Ooh boy! Yeah. Ooh boy! Ooh boy! Wow! Oh my god! Wait, that's wow. that's a hit. Was the game? Then dress? I got a dishwasher and it changed my world. Yeah, I got a dishwasher and it changed my world. Oh boy! Was the game just that we had a dishwasher? It was truly a nothing song. <laughs> the two of you knew it was never gonna go, no. and um, you came in and you were like. I think Matt was like, I'm going to go first and we're going to read this song. And I really, it viscerally is like imprinted Holy in my brain. Holy shit, you really remembered it. That's oh, yeah, crazy. I definitely did. I got to say, I, I oh, brought in nothing God. but turd nuggets to Popular because I was still for, for, like getting my sea legs in terms of being a writer. But yeah, you two yeah, were already seasoned the beginning at that point. For you. But I was just like, what do I, how does this work? But I also think you were super in your head. I, I, and absolutely. And I would always be like, Pulling. Get out. Just write it. You wrote a couple really good things though. I, like, I loved your grinder song. Grinder was fun. But oh, like yeah. he wrote like a fifties like do you doo-wop-y. Doo-wop song about being on grinder. My favorite yeah. part about 
And I'm sorry, Bellum, but Grinder does remind me of this. My favorite part about the sketch group that we were all together in, which is called Pop Roulette, which you guys have talked about look on the pod. Look it up. The don't, videos are online. Know, yeah, you know, do or don't. Um, <laughs> but we did take a sorry, lives. But the best part about Pop Roulette was be we performed a lot at this space called The Pit, mm-hmm. and um, we would all be backstage because not all of us would always be singing at once. Right. And um, sometimes you would just be hearing the performance going on, and you would just hear somebody eat it just yeah. 100 and i did that yeah. like a million times in big and beautiful so which is like and big is and it's a banana and then like they, like you hear the person <laughs> laugh on station and i just remember there was one time that we did grinder oh, and boy. it was like from the beginning <laughs> it was off <laughs> it was off yeah just a full car crash yep, yeah yep, yep. no oh I think, yeah i know because sometimes i bombed so hard in that space that like i could hear people but then we would all be backstage and like look at each other and it would be so funny because everybody would just be like mm, okay uh, no I like this th- these pieces we that we would it. these pieces that we would rehearse rehearse to death oh my god like because we used tracks it wasn't it wasn't like a band situation where like yeah, oh there was a mess up and like you can look at the band and like you can jump back in it was like no if you fucked up to the track <sighs> you were oh done my god. for I'm getting so also flashed back the out just that we that. everybody did it. I mean everybody fully ate it um, at one point but also the mm-hmm. fact that we were so over rehearsed at times or very well rehearsed at times. And it would be like Dave Mazzoni, like, you know, just like Uh. his head blown up with power, like in the basement of Tish and being like, you move on fart and he pops up on cum. You got a passe on cum. Broken doll. Tessa, broken doll. It's about your parents buying you stuff at Christmas, okay? And we're all going to be little elves. Five, six, seven, eight. It's so fucking true. Wait, I will say this, though. I think that Pop Roulette was my personal creative peak. That's not true. Yes, it was. A, one, that's not true. And, yes, it and was. And two, when Sudo is like, you know, look up at the videos or don't. I would, Didn't the three of us on Summer of Cunt before it was Summer of Cunt, <laughs> like, yes. do a little exchange recently of, like, video links, like, within the last, like, few months. We're like, oh, yeah, my God, remember this good. video? And, good. like, and the, the main we consensus was. so much. And you know what? So also, much. the thing is that, well, we are incredibly young. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. We still, we are very young. We but are. also, like. It's weird to say that we were so young when those so were coming young. out. Like I'm so watching, I, I remember like, you know, entire weeks of my life being like rehearsals, preparing for the show, preparing yep. for video shoots, you know, putting money into this. And I was like mm-hmm. 22. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I will say, I'm really, I have no pop regrets about pop roulette. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I did that because I knew City would hate it. Um, but that really was like. That was rigorous. I mean, we we met twice a week for a long time. Well, we twice a week, three out, hour rehearsals. We were coming out of, I think, like also an advantage that we had was we were coming out of NYU mm-hmm. where we were used to that rehearsal schedule. Yeah, and I feel true. like a lot of times when people start comedy, they didn't necessarily go to school for like the arts or whatever. So it's not that mentality. And in fact... Pop Roulette wasn't really a lot of people that identified as comedians. Right. Like, yeah. There were some people that were like dabbling in both. I would say like half the cast hadn't even thought of themselves that way before right. the group. And now everybody is like so funny and doing great things. Yeah. But it was like, oh, no, this is like first and foremost an acting and performing group. And we want to just be mm-hmm. snatched. Yeah. <laughs> snatched. It was. It, it, that really was. It was kind of just like. Especially those first few months. Remember that? Like when we put the show up at the pit, we were like, yeah, we'll see what happens. And then people actually liked it. 
and it was it was cool. I I I liked it. I mean, just the fusion of sketch comedy and and I and pop music. I almost quit is something so many times in those first couple of months. Yeah, of I course. I think it was. I just remember really viscerally, like you guys had maybe met a couple of times, and Matt was like, "Come in and like do musical sketches," and I can't sing and all this stuff, and. Then I think I wrote a song about like finding Mitt Romney sexy or something. It Murray was... Hill was the first one, really good one that you yeah. wrote. Oh, you, yeah. Sudi wrote a really a good one. song about Murray Hill, and it was our first like big production number. And it wasn't like it, you didn't come in with like a realized song because you had never written a song before, but um, it was so good. There were people in the group that had real musical talent, so it was this thing, and that's why I wanted you to come in so bad because I knew that we needed like people to come in with really 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 good comedic ideas and this is even before you were this in the group before i was in the group yeah um but i knew that there was something possibly to that fusion of like good sketch comedy material and people that could execute performance on a high level i was like there's gonna be something to that and you know we were committed to that shit for a long time four years yeah for and probably two and a half of those years we met twice a week that's a that's a lot mm-hmm. and like look like my dream is to like do a little like reunion show where we just I'd like, love to do that. Do like a live band and then we just sing the songs and like maybe do do a new one or two and I would love to do so that it was at some point. A great great time. Great time. Great experience. I, I also I honestly like I look back on a lot of those videos and I do I I feel very proud of them. Yes. Even yes. if some of Name them, them. I'm like eh. get the get okay, the clicks. Well, Name I, them. I will give I'll I'll tell you the one that I like that you wrote. It's so fucking stupid, you guys. It's called Name Your Baby Something Weird. Oh, my God. Oh, it's my so God. It's so ridiculous. It, it's just like this, like, you have to be high when you watch it. Truly, <laughs> truly, the moment that is a snapshot of time where I was a walking, breathing marijuana leaf. And, like, I just had no money and, like, was wearing a 90s romper every yeah. single other day. My parents are probably going to listen to this that's For okay. Sure. That you is okay. It's fine. They, it's they, fine. If they listen to it, they've heard fucking my deepest, darkest secrets. So it's all right. But, um, you know, that was truly, we would get, oh my God, you, I remember one time you went over, this is maybe so inside baseball, but whatever. It's the three of us. Um, I remember one time you went to my apartment that I, was I think I in know the what you're East Village say. and we got so stoned and watched Serena the Serena yes! Williams documentary. And then we were like, okay, we have Pop Roulette, the Serena Williams Netflix documentary. Well, it's about Venus and Serena. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, Matt goes, okay, we should write something. So we like go, I think we like went into separate rooms or whatever. And you wrote this monologue, which was like, I am the Serena Williams of bartending. Yes. And it was so Brent funny. from Tampa. It was so funny. The and Serena was, Williams of mixology. So I guess what we're saying is that you need drugs to be creative. <laughs> that was all, I also at the same the same day I wrote Freedom Tower. Oh my god, yeah, that was Freedom Tower, Dick of America, penis in the sky. Freedom Tower, penis of the gods. Imagine it between my thighs. Oh, so many feet up, baby sweeping me up, fucking me doggy style. Freedom Tower, Dick of America, penis in the sky.
glad our parents paid for Tish. <laughs> it's worth every penny. It's worth every goddamn oh penny. My God. But you know what I was just saying the other day, actually, that I had been like, I think college up until when I got uh, SNL, such a stoner. And the minute I started working at SNL, I like could not smoke weed. It made me so paranoid. Anxious, I mean, yeah. I would never like, you know, go to work high, but like, you know, you get home at like, you know, 10, 11 or whatever. Yeah. And I was just like, smoke and watch TV. And the minute I did, I was just like, everybody hates me. And what am I doing oh tomorrow? And I'm not funny. And I would just spin, 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 spin my wheels. And now I feel like it's kind of set a thing where like, it's not as casual for me anymore. Like mm. I truly need to be in vacation mode. Yeah. And have nothing on my plate. So you, need to just, be, you need to be on an off week, on a, on a dark week. To just, on a dark week and not even have like a phone call that could happen that wow. day. Oh my God. It has to be so clear. Ugh. I mean, I'm the same way now, truly. Like I don't do it. I have not smoked in about a full month. And I don't, like that's just because like the last month has been crazy. I think smoking during the day too. It's just like a different thing. No, than smoking can't do it anymore. Can't, can't yeah, do it anymore. Yeah. No, it, you're right. It wasn't. It was a thing for your early twenties. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It, it's not a thing anymore. It it has changed. And once again, we're bringing back the fact that we are young. <laughs> yes. But at a time. We were younger. We were, we were younger. younger. It's crazy you to think. Crazy it. to think. Oh, we actually also just talked about this with Francesca Ramsey because she was on the podcast um, few Great recently. App. Great app. Very, very Talks good. Talked about app. HMU, honey. HMU, HMU. honey. HMU. You gotta respect HMU. Always respect HMU. And you can get some Lemare out of it. They're the eyes and ears. Trust. They are. And, but she was also saying that she used to be a, a real fucking stoner. And now, you know, not. But yeah, it does change over time. So young kids, go ahead and get your toke on. So we're so young. Now, let, I wanted to go, to go around the table and ask, what does summer of cunt mean to you this summer? What are you, what are you hoping to get out of this summer of cunt? I will go first. Okay. Um, Sudi texted me today and said, she, she always, what I love about Sudi is she always frames things as a question. Okay. So she said, she, uh, she texted me today and she goes, should we get snatched this summer? <laughs> And I was like, yeah, definitely we should. Um, <laughs> it's not like, you know, let's get snatched this summer. It's like, should we get snatched should this summer? Should we, yes. Um, yes, we should. And my plan is to um, transform my body. That's my plan. <laughs> and talk about how your body has transformed up until this point, which is I feel like you kind of have experienced something where like your constant diet of chicken fingers <laughs> and cheese has a little bit. You still look very good. You still look very good. That's the thing, though, is like Matt has all basically nothing to complain about. But I understand wanting to aspire to something better. Here's what I think. Um you know, we're talking about being single again. Mm -hmm. So with being and single again. And also being young. And yes, also young. Yes, yes. You know, with being single again, you know, you want to impress. You want to be the best version of yourself. And, you know, I would like to do that. That's all. And, you know, it's interesting. Like, uh, lately, and this has been happening more lately, but, and then, of, co of course, we'll continue to go around the circle, so I'll make this very quick. But I I, <laughs> I um, compare myself to to other people a lot like on Instagram and I'm like oh they have like a much That's better a body than me yeah. yeah it's definitely a sickness and I know I need to get out of that but really I would just like to look better for my for myself and for I, I also I also I'm not stupid like I know that like in the grand scheme of things like I don't have too much to complain about I'm lucky to have like the metabolism I have and it's we not should that. all accept our bodies as they are and radical self-love is right. the ultimate fuck you to the patriarchy yes um but also, a healthier lifestyle for you, I love. And, you know, I... To see you, you know, just even wearing a soft short mm 
mm-hmm. you know, with the promise of maybe going on a jog or something. I've, but I've, be go- huge. I've, I've actually gone on um, two jogs. Soups <laughs> this got, month. We, this is what we. This is what you and I have to do. We should go in on like a cute pair of outdoor voices shorts, <gasps> little Lululemon oh, top for yes. Matt, and I think that will be his starter pack. Yeah, you definitely need a cute. I sports have workout bra. clothes. No, but you need like the 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 shit that'll make yeah. you say. You need oh. to look like Anthony. You need to be like it, Anthony. It, it needs to be the shit where you're like, oh, you know what? This is I gotta put on my outdoor voices shorts and my Lululemon top, and I'm gonna go for a run. I, like make it a lifestyle moment. I athleisure, really, honey. I athleisure. But here's the thing: like, I feel like I am. A, I'm very on the go as a person. I am a very physical person. When when you don't, when I close the door, I'm dancing. You mean you're horny. when I'm in my room, I'm dancing. When you say you're a physical person, you mean you're horny all the time. Yeah, it's definitely true. <laughs> um, like what? <laughs> I am. Uh, but I, I fully am. Okay. No, I know. That's why I said it. Bitch. But but listen, when I close the door, I'm dancing. When I'm in my room, I'm dancing. I know. You're I'm always, always moving. moving. I love to pace around. Yes. You, you see me. I love to pace around. I love to walk. I walk sometimes, like when I can take the subway. I Come love on, being you on walk. the move. I Come always on, walk. walker. What I need to do is change my diet. You are right. It is bad. Okay, but here's here's what I want us to do in this exercise as well. I want the other members of the circle to offer one suggestion of what they want the person to get out of summer of cunt okay so okay. now now that we're talking about me you guys go and then you guys okay, go so, for me so, okay so for you matt i want you to just expand your scope your your scope your cultural scope just a little bit because we because you and i had did this beyond as, the view well because no 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 beyond the view exactly um because title cause, of that beyond because, the view just because, just because those six women all have a different perspective doesn't mean that you're getting all the news exactly you know matt because thank matt, you for saying there's six of them because everyone forgets paula ferris sometimes is on i never forget paula ferris <laughs> keep going bob matt and i did um this assignment for this podcast uh, this other podcast where we had to watch this documentary on netflix about k-pop mm-hmm. and i loved it and matt i could tell was interested mm-hmm. but i think i want matt to see those as opportunities to widen his cultural uh, a scope and maybe read and listen to you know cool d- different music and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. I want Matt's okay. cultural palette to increase, expand. I famously like what I like, but I hear that. For you, <laughs> this is my wish. <laughs> I want you mm-hmm. to write. <laughs> I really want to write more. I want you to write oh, something specific. Every day. Oh, oh yeah, that's probably a good one. And when you write, mm-hmm. I want what you write mm-hmm. to be you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I no, I really agree. That is the most important. It's important to be you. I agree with you yeah. in a real way. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly. Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey. 
Try new bubbly burst. Hey, I'm Matt Rogers from Las Culturistas. And I'm Bowen Yang. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the U.S.? The world is powered by entrepreneurs. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. In every episode, hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown from the lessons of launching and nurturing a small business and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. Hey, it's Bowen, and I want to introduce you to the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Yes, it's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients, great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself the slow-roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. With new menu options like Cantina Chicken Tacos, burritos, and quesadillas, there's something for everyone. And Taco Bell isn't just for a late night. With this new Cantina Chicken Menu, you, the possibilities are, well, endless. Try the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell now. Now, I said. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer? Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. I um, think that you're so, this is like kind of becoming a little self-helpy, which I don't know. I love it. <laughs> but I think that you are so funny and creative, but I feel like when it comes to pen to paper that you are not assigned Mm-hmm. He needs an assignment. I am the same way, though. I'm the same I'm way. Very, I'm very disciplined at work and very like, shit, like, you know, but then when yeah. I'm writing on my own, it's a completely different ballgame. And I, um, yeah. you know, watch garbage on YouTube. I used to write for fun more. When I was in college and after college for popular, I would write for fun all the time. And now you know what I think happened. And then when I have a show that I want to put up, put up, I, I I always impress myself with what I can get done. But I do. I miss I miss writing stuff. You for were both myself. always so disciplined, and that was that was inspiring. Honestly, the, and I'll this is this is maybe now a little inside baseball, and then we'll move on to we'll go around the table, we'll go to Studi. We'll um, continue the baseball, but yes. we'll the continue inside. the baseball. But uh, the podcast and doing like all this kind of stuff around the podcast, and you know, writing the recaps and stuff like that. Yes. that takes a lot. Takes a lot of, of energy, time. and then it's like a lot of things to manage, and like you know, all these things, and all of a sudden you're like, wow, when's when's the last time I wrote something fun for 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 me? That's exactly you know how I, mean? I feel. Okay. So. 
Matt, can I tell you something? You can always tell me something, but only you're my best friend. Oh my God, thank you. Okay, this is a sponsor that I truly love because it has impacted my life in a really, really tangible way. Are you talking about Quip? I'm talking about Quip. Because she talks about Quip. I talk about her all the no, time. No, that is a real thing. No, um, I love my Quip toothbrush so much. Mm-hmm. I used to be pretty touch and go with my toothbrushing habits. I'm going to admit it's gross. That's disgusting. It's just truly vile awful but now quip has sort of changed the whole brushing game for me because it feels so fun and so easy and so simple and it's because most of us are brushing our teeth all wrong not for long enough and forget to change our brush on time and most brands focus on selling flashy gimmicks rather than better brushing but not quip so what makes quip so different oh i think i know quip go off all right for starters quip is an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes while still packing just the right amount of vibrations to help clean those teeth That's right, Quip's built-in timer helps you clean for the dentist-recommended two minutes with guiding pulses that remind you when to switch sides. Next, Quip's subscription plans are for your health, not just convenience. They deliver new Quip brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide, no matter if you're in America or East Asia. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel wherever you take your teeth. And also, you guys, everyone loves Quip. They were on Oprah's O-List. They were named one of Time's Best Inventions. And it's the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. The first. Plus, they're backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists and hundreds of thousands of happy brushers who use Quip every day like me. Uh Uh-huh. And we have a little bit of an offer for our Las Culturistas little baby listeners. Quip starts at just $25 and if you go to getquip.com forward slash ding dong right now you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com forward slash ding dong. That's spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com forward slash ding dong D-I-N-G D-O-N-G Thank you. Get Quip! Sudi's turn for Summer of Cunt. What are you hoping to get out of it? I'm, well, first of all, I feel like I should say that my breakup is very real and very raw and that the other day um, I cried in Whole Foods just looking at foods that I used to eat and buy with my lover. Mm-hmm. It is not easy. It's it is hard. It's hard. truly was weeping in Whole Foods oh. because I saw like a fondue kit and I was mm-hmm. just like... He used to eat cheese off my nipples. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that is the caveat, which is that I'm raw and figuring it out every day. Um, but what I want for Summer of Cunt is <laughs> I keep thinking <laughs> that I would like to make love with or to a 37 to 42 year old man yes and i don't even know if i really want to i don't know what that is i don't know you know south of the border what that means i don't know what above the border that means i don't know what kind of belly situation i'm talking about i don't know if i'm gonna have to be on top on my side you know what i mean yeah what what are the mechanics of that i don't know when all that shit kicks in either I feel that what I want is a man with no roommates to worship my body. 
age. That's what I. That's what I really mean. That's my wish for when you. When well, I say I want to fuck a forty-year-old man, which is like no roommates. no roommates. I want you to have like liquor. Like I want you to have a yeah. bar cart. Yes. Yeah. I want like different brown liquids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Fasten me a drink, mm-hmm. and Fasten then it. and then be like just. You know, I just and need have a, that and worship. And have a, have a be wearing a bathrobe in the morning. Oh, yes. absolutely! Put the t-shirt on immediately when it's done. And have him say to you the morning after, "I gotta go, but stay as long as you want." I just came. Yep, Isn't just that, did. That's those are the best. That's the best thing you can. Oh my hear. god, are my parents gonna listen to this episode? Whatever. They listen to you guys. They listen to you guys on their road trip to Miami. Oh <laughs> my god, I love so that. Hi, Nana. Hi, Dan. Oh. oh my god I'm gonna oh have to warn them about this whatever who cares this is my truth it is your truth you're an and adult woman I was cutting strawberries today and <laughs> I wept I wept oh, no. I wept for what I've lost it That's is okay. really hard it's very hard it's, it's really so hard. hard anyway whatever breakups are hard this is a big breakthrough that I've discovered I don't know if people have talked about this before but breakups really suck <laughs> I don't I think this is the first time people are really getting into I should it. write a book you should write a book about it I should be the love anthropologist yes because I went through one breakup. Okay, um, what are you going to do, Bowen, for summer? Wait, can we have to we, say what we, we want for Sudi. Okay, you go oh, first okay, time. great. Okay, well, I... Tear me apart. No, no I'm no, not no, going to tear you apart. I'm not going to tear you apart. Um, What I wish for you is that I hope that... It's very similar to what you said to, to me. But I, wa- I think that what you really want and something that you crave is to sort of make a name for yourself again <gasps> as a performer. And mm, I want you to do mm. something fun on stage. Mm-hmm. I yes. want Because what people, I think like, you know, in terms of what they might know about you now is that Sudi is very much a boss at SNL and is a writing supervisor. And, you know, you might've seen, you know, the feature on the Kanye Quiet Place sketch that she did and it has many images of Sudi being a boss director like on set yes, and et cetera, yes. et cetera. But Sudi is also a phenomenal performer. And it, it, it like, it, you know, before SNL happened, you were very much like performing a lot and on big stages, y'all, and really killing. And so what I, and it's, I know we talk sometimes about how you know, you're grateful for what you're doing and everything, but you also like miss that. And I saw, I want you to have that opportunity and I think you can give it to yourself. And yes, I ho- and book me, honey. And book her. Book her. Book her. And also know that we are working as well and trying to create our own project. Yes. Oh, Come there's... on, and creating our project. And there's I'm going to blow a wish coming. into the air that we get to do our project soon. There's some good things coming between the two of you with some good people Hopefully. involved. Um... My studio, my thing for you is um, for you to find other other um, avenues of joy and of relaxation. This is getting deep and gorgeous. I really love this. Yes. Find other avenues of joy and relaxation that go beyond. And listen, this is so necessary specifically for you to travel. But I think I think you can find the things that make you that bring you joy that make you happy here 
right? Yes. Okay. I'm yes. so happy that you said that yes. because you do. You travel a lot, and I I think you should rediscover New York. Yes. <gasps> yes. I want to do that because you know there's places that I've never been, places I've never gone. Also, you know, not to be um, a classist, but there is also like I feel like a difference between having a little money that you can spend oh, on the yes. plays and the restaurants, and it is go. kind of annoyingly like a thing in New York where it's like there are certain things that are just closing you can look yeah no you can go and you can see the yeah you need to see you know the what I mean? we i think but i think i'm very open for a staycation i'm i'm leaving my day job soon i i, <gasps> I have all the time in the world oh, I, Do oh they wow know? The, i don't yeah. think they know it, it no not the listeners was it oh, announced? The listeners wait don't no know. i want you to let your graphic design firm know that no, no, you're no, no. quitting oh, no. they know no, they know they, they know, know. They the know. listeners don't know. listeners don't know he's quitting his day job yeah. Uh, just because this is huge. It's a big deal. I, I was there for almost five years, and so this is this is a big one. It's the right move. I um, applaud him. I'm very proud of you. There's a, there's a bit of panic. Of cunt. Okay, and here I thought summer of cunt was just about us getting horny. No, but really it's about us getting deep and connecting as sisters. I think this is a big summer for us. As I sisters. really do. And also I hope this conversation is entertaining to literally anyone because it is will. really it is really giving me life. Okay. <laughs> the first time that's been said on this podcast <laughs> giving me life i like it oh. okay bo now you go okay um my summer of cunt um <laughs> I, I i i am looking forward to some and i already feel this i feel some sort of sexual loosening and i mean that what i mean by that is just like <laughs> dusting off the cobwebs like figuring oh this is what a successful date looks like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh like this is oh i am good at flirting like i am good at these things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so that's fun i want to sustain that as long as i can it, it seems like I've, in the past it's only ever sort of come at me in little spurts i want i want that to be something um obviously leaving the job is a big deal yeah having more time to myself mm-hmm. too right yeah i mean that's kind of the like the the main goal out of all this is to just have stuff, but um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, just just to just to be more in touch with yes myself. I mean, that sounds so broad. Okay. And this is go my dream. Thank you for you. <laughs> is that you are free every day, every day, and when you are free, you are. Oh, because I think uh-huh. that you need to just let go and yeah. have fun, honey. Because yep. sometimes I, you can, you miss the forest for the trees, yes. and sometimes a call comes from inside the house. Yes. And sometimes the you are your inner saboteur, yes. and I want you to be fancy free and say, "I'm Bowen. I have a lot going for me. Mm-hmm. I'm cute. I'm fun. I'm funny. I'm smart. I got no day job, and just be like." living that life i just have this image of you very carrie bradshaw you know <laughs> carrie bradshaw like the musical not sex in the city the musical but carrie bradshaw the musical okay. which trademark musical. nobody can write this now because we're gonna write <laughs> it we're gonna write it and you are still um like masculine man but you are wearing a pink layered chiffon skirt yes yeah. yes and you're just kind of walking down the street and you're really working the skirt and you're just like in Cobble Hill and people are just like clocking you and smiling. <laughs> and that's like my image of your summer. Very, oh, You know wow. the scene in Closer at the end when um, when when Natalie Portman is walking down the Times Square and everyone's turning around and she's in that like white t-shirt? Mm-hmm. Uh, that. 
that I love that movie. Yeah. Oh my god, I saw Closer <laughs> when it came out, which I think I was pretty young. Yeah, we were young. It was 2004. Okay. Well, once again, we're young. Um, Very. that is the theme of the app, <laughs> and I remember watching that movie with my dad. Oh, and <laughs> Natalie Portman like opens up her crotch and like yeah. tells Clive Owen her pussy tastes like sweet cream. Yeah, and, and then, I just oh being like, I don't even know what that means. Later on, um, there's this scene where Clive Owen is confronting Julia Roberts about her affair with Jude Law, and he's like, uh, what did his cum taste like? I know. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and you watch that with your dad? I feel like my parents and I had like this very, uh, this like dynamic where like something would come up on the screen that we didn't want to watch next to each other, and mm-hmm. then it would just be like this like, kind of silent and like people were like kind of side-eyeing people and then I feel like my my dad or like my mom would eventually just go ack you know like (laughs) and like kind of put your like hands up but then also (laughs) I remember one time my sister and I were watching the L word which like truly was like a sexual awakening for me we were watching the L word I really I really used to just feel things watching the L word and then like my dad just like sat down yep. next to us <sighs> and just kind of watched and I was like, Ugh! okay, I shouldn't have said that. But <laughs> no, this, this, this happened to me I a lot like, too. what? No, this we that were happened. older then. It we, wasn't yeah. when we were like 14. The, the, it was like when I was in college. When I was first getting into True Blood, I was home because I got my wisdom teeth out and I was just like watching so much True Blood and every time my dad would walk in the room to like check on me, it would be like a scene of like exclusively vampire sex and there was one part where that was was like it was the scene was only about Jason Stackhouse's ass and I'm just watching it and he's like are you watching porn I was like no like every time you come in it, it is porn like for sure but like uh, it's oh it's really dramatically potent when you're not here um Wait, have I have to say what I okay. want for Bowen yeah I agree with Sudi I think you need to give yourself a fucking break oh my god I've been so <laughs> tightly wound for the last yeah like, just like two years oftentimes like oftentimes I think like you're not thinking about the good stuff. You know what I mean? Like there's so much good stuff happening and there's so much fun to be had. And I sometimes will think like, oh, I wish that like Bowen wasn't fixated on like the the things that are like um, not 100% about the situation and just have fun. Like we have such a like a fun summer coming up. I just want like you to embrace like, you know, the good stuff that's that's happening. And I think that, and I want that to bleed into all aspects of your life. Like obviously... I think that uh, the boys are in for it this summer, honey. When Bowen Yang hits the club, I think that all of you need to be servicing him immediately, bitch. I think that everyone should get on the knees. I think that everyone should flap the mouth. <laughs> this... Oh my god, I love this character for you. What? This character? No. The one who MCs Bowen's sex life, you honey, darling, do... honey? You should do... Paris is burning. Don't. This is a character that you are going to write now because I do like to also assign Matt characters. You should do Paris is burning ball MC. I giving, do that. Giving financial advice. Oh, honey, you need to get to the bank and ask her what you can do to lower the insurance rate. Matt was doing a character this weekend during during downtime at Vulture Fest and I have to do it and I think it's worth doing. Because Fine. Matt, said, Matt went on this run as like a st- 
stupid drag queen character whose catchphrase was, there is nothing wrong with trans. There is nothing wrong with trans. No, but... but which, trans? Which, trans which, is no here to ass. stay. No Just ass, no trans. ass. And so, and so, but this, the cadence, what the, the, the vocal affect was, there is nothing wrong with Tran. It was the, it, this was the pitch. <laughs> Tran is here to stay, let me, honey. Let me, let me tell you something. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with Tran. <laughs> oh, that Patty episode Wait. fucked me up for life. I mean, oh truly wild. Okay, but this, I'm so glad we did. This feels like a real yeah, moment. It's Therapeutic, just, amazing. Honestly, I hope somebody comments. It felt like a conversation with three best friends. <laughs> I love that. I love it when people will like um, come to work or something or whatever, and they're like, "You guys just seem like friends," <laughs> and it's like, "Yeah, bitch, we are. We spend every fucking, fucking day together." There it's was like, a time when oh, that was true. Friends. Yeah. What? Who isn't? Who isn't friends? Who isn't friends with their coworkers? I don't know. I guess a lot of people. No, I do. No, I do you feel very friends. tight with people at work? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like more so this year. I feel like well, Fran Gillespie. Yeah, we need to have one. her. We need to have her. She's on. she's doing the LA show. I know, but I want to have her on as a G U E S T. We will. We will. She is truly the. Is actually on Monday. I had an audition, and she walked in to the audition. We were auditioning for the same part, and it was just so funny. And we weren't like even really excited to see each other because I spend. Every fucking waking moment with her, we write a lot together. Yeah. And like when you're producing a sketch together, especially if you have a video sketch and then another sketch, and then it's just like, she's my whole world. Your what? Your work wife. The bitch buys me juice. <laughs> she just texts me. She'll just text me juice press, and I'll go yes, and she knows what to get me. And I saw her, and we literally weren't excited to see each other. And then we like kind of started chatting, and then she had to go in. And then I was like, "I'll see you tonight." Yeah. We literally had a dinner that night. It's just so funny when, when you see somebody every day, mm-hmm. and <laughs> we know about <laughs> that. Looking at my there just becomes like an unspoken language, one hundred percent. Hundred p. And also, like a shorthand of like telling people to shut up, yeah. or like we can't we 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 communicate so much. Like I'll just say to a friend, okay, I'm not going to push it, which is like, oh, I like that joke. Oh yeah, well it didn't work. Okay, I'm not going to push it. We don't have to have a five minute conversation about yeah, this. Yeah, no, 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 no. You know what I mean? Like, okay, that's it. And and literally, like I catch myself just saying to Fran, and she does the same thing to me. No. Yeah. Yeah. Just that. Yes. Just that. And you need that. Like, you need that. We, we have known that from the very beginning, though, because. When when Sudi and I were in Hammercats, that's something that uh, the director who made me director said to me. He was like, "It's really important that the people who make decisions creatively together are just able to be super honest and say, I don't think this is it. It has to. Let's move on and do something else.' And that you're just like, it, you can't be precious with no. ideas like that. And so the fact that there's someone at work that you can work closely with." That it's like, well, you just can't tiptoe. And right. it's not about tearing somebody down no. at all. No. Because also the minute you kind of go in on somebody for like who they are or what they've written, even if you think it's stupid, like that dynamic is ruined. Yes. It can't be a judgment thing. It's no. also not about you. It's not about you. Yeah. And it's just about like, okay, once I feel like, and this goes for like everybody, once you've been in comedy for a while, you know when something feels right, feels funny. Yes. You know when something feels like Labored. it's not there yet. Yeah. 
And so it's just all about like dee 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 dee, and and you don't even know what you're doing, and then you just get to that feeling that it's like, oh, okay. I mean, maybe, and mm-hmm. it's not always brilliant, but it's like, oh, okay. Well, I think we can turn this. In. The I way mean, that we are, it's like if it makes us laugh, that's how we know it's good. And like, even like, or this weekend during Vulture Fest, like <clears throat> you and I had to shit out like a bunch of segments, like games where we would play with these celebrities. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what if we played? Klingon or clingy and then like I, like I pitched that and then Matt was like no and then I was mad for like a millisecond and I was like well come on and then I was like yeah I know he's right like that well, is always you, another that's where you have to get to but you have to get to that place of honesty and for the other person and to accept that this is all this is this is not f- about something personal it's about right. just coming up with something funny because I mean you're both there because you had that relationship to begin with exactly you know what I mean and truthfully I mean that's like when anything that's ever been successful, like with this podcast or any of our creative endeavors, like with Night Soap or whatever, mm-hmm. um, it's because it's made us both laugh yes. that we wanted to do it. Yeah. And I genuinely hold, and will always say, if you are having fun doing it, everyone that watches it will have fun. And also, if you want to do comedy and you want to be successful at it, listen, kids, you have to. Sleep your way yeah, to the top. Yes. yes. If you are a woman in comedy, yeah. and I will mm-hmm. say this, you know, to kids. Yeah, have sex with if everyone. If you're a have woman sex. in comedy, mm-hmm. the thing about comedy is that it's a male-dominated industry. Right. Flap okay, that so mouth, there's girl. a Flap lot that mouth. of things and places and people to do. Flap even it. if they're not funny. You know, just do it to prove that you're cool. Yes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And to get better at sex, because guess what? That it, you might... It, you might not you be might good the first that time. Sex, that having sex and being funny are separate because, let's be honest, a lot of people that are funny never have sex. Right. But actually, the more <laughs> you fuck and come, yes. the, the funnier you become. And, like, totally. like, it has been scientifically proven that, like, comedy is income mm-hmm. and like yeah. you can, as if you get the come then you become and, and also you might be thinking that like what I'm saying is like crazy and untrue and like obviously ridiculous because you're thinking well Sudi what if a woman mm-hmm. is in power in comedy and the thing is is that that doesn't happen right exactly and, and yeah. if they are then eat that pussy yes. eat that pussy eat that pussy but you, will, but you will never ever See a woman in power. <laughs> no, never, ever. And you know what they say? Um, come is a great source of protein and also comedy. And you know what they say? There are only two genders. Yes, of course. Yes, only two. Absolutely. Yes, two, maybe just one, which is men. Which is men. Yeah. Well, in comedy, there's only one gender. Right. There are only two genders outside of that. Yeah. Yes. But in comedy, there's only one gender. Right. Right. Men. Do we legally need to say we're kidding? Mm-hmm. We're kidding. We're kidding. We're kidding. Now that's on the record. Everything. The HPJ giving the thumbs up. Okay. Great. HPJ is a witness, and he actually has a notary here that is writing down that we are kidding and that we are being dumb, stupid bitches, and we're all gonna sign it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, Sudi, we've been asking all of our guests recently this, um, and especially because you went to this very sort of apocryphal, no, that's not the right word, but this very consequential showing of cats 
Oh my god, my fucking watch. Um, oh my god, yeah. Okay. Um, so you went with you went to go see Cats with our friends Patty and Mitra. Right. Um, so tell us about your experience with the musical Cats. Well, I mean, what else is there to say? Have you been asking everybody about I mean, Cats sort or of. just it, Patty? It's, you would be shocked how many times the musical Cats has come up on this podcast. It's so stupid that many times. How many times okay. has come up? Well, let me just say and that neither of us when Patty <laughs> when Patty talked about Cats, she said that we went to lunch. We didn't just go to lunch. We went to a kebab. Persian grill kebab. lunch. Kebab. Okay, we had some nice juje kebab. Juje kebab. We had a beautiful, you know, rice. We got ash reshte, you know, all these Nobu. things. And she is trying to hide that she had a Persian Pekarchan. Patty June. Ever no. with your revisionist history, this is like talking about a revolution without saying America had. CIA coup in Iran. Okay, we need the whole context. P- Patty June. Inshallah, Patty comes back to the show. She can explain herself. She can explain why she does not like Persian. Why people. does she not like Persian? Okay, also another thing that we must talk about for cats <laughs> is. Why there is no Persian cat? Yeah, that's actually true. That's well, yeah, erasure. That's, true. that's erasure. Okay, so erasure. Erasure. So there is in 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 cat in cat. <laughs> there ben Affleck is, Argo. In Ben Affleck Argo. In cat, there is one cat who is white cat, and I am thinking maybe this is Persian cat. But then, and everyone will know, in Cat, the white cat <laughs> is the dance captain, Cat. And there's a Persian, we cannot dance like this one cat. So I said that this cat did not put out any chai. This cat did not uh. put out any nuts. <laughs> Nothing, when we, no fruit. Mm. So I said, this cat is not Persian cat. <laughs> Well, uh, and I, that is all I will say. <laughs> about so, cats. It's crazy because we we've been led to believe there's so much to say about it, but that was your one big problem with it. No, I mean, okay, <laughs> it was honestly the best day of my goddamn life. Um, Did you like it? Uh, yes. Okay, so my family does not like musicals. They yes. didn't. They never really cared about them. That's bad. And they had no idea. I mean, I come from a family that like everything is kind of, I was the youngest and my dad is, you know, funny and my sister and, and they would just basically make fun of everything I did. Oh. And um, like all of a sudden when I was like, really into Barbara Streisand at like seven years old. Mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. like, where did this come from? <laughs> what is this? Like I saw a funny girl at a friend's house and I was just like, this is the most amazing movie. You guys all need to watch it. It truly really is. <laughs> and my mom works at a library and they would get like donations and stuff. And I think that she found this like VHS copy of Cats. Mm-hmm. And so I had this VHS co- and Cats also is like, you know, for my dad and my sister, like that was like a musical everybody made for fun of like it it is stupid stupid. but I was like every time I was sick I was watching this VHS copy of Cats and I like it was like came from nowhere you know what I mean so you get the show you understand it um yeah I do (laughs) I think that it is really um I don't know I think it's like an early 90s like British kitsch Mm -hmm. I think it's like very British and charming in that way Uh. I think that people love cats and it is when you go and see cats, 
Everybody in the show is so amazingly talented, and everyone is doing cats. Yeah. Like, that's the only thing you can think of is, like, the training, the fucking pirouettes, Mm -hmm. the flexibility, the range, the choreography. Everybody's on stage the entire time. The makeup, the bodies, that outfit is not forgiving. And everybody's putting all of those resources and putting it into cats. (laughs) And that's so stupid and because funny the, and, and fucked up is, to me. Yeah. The, the objective of all of that is just cats. It's art. It's <laughs> truly art and commerce. It is just like, and also cats is good because I think that, um, you know, you can go and see it and pretty much get it and not really speak the language. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of foreign tourist groups. And mm. I was sitting next to a couple that did not speak English. I don't know where they were from. They were Asian and they... Um, didn't speak well I didn't hear them speaking English and the husband was asleep for a lot of it and then the woman nudged him when Memories was playing and they both hummed along to Memories and I was like this is international cats was the Grizabella good yeah she really was she really was Okay. And she, you know what? You should you should talk. You should have Anna Dresden back on the podcast because she has like a like seminal cats experience herself. Oh, I need to hear about that. And also, my favorite part of cats is um, there is a part where the cats get sleepy and a little sexy, mm-hmm. and they go to sleep on the stage and they kind of roll around on each other. And I was like, Are the cats? Sexy? Yeah, I think they are. Were you like Rum Tum Tugger? Isn't he like a oh, fuck cat? They're yeah. sexy. Yeah. They'd have like a like a sexy spoony cuddle. I well, think- uh, Sudi famously once told me, I a friend of Sudi's, I, I think, had like a crush on me, and Sudi was trying to, and then I said to Sudi, I just can't picture having sex with him, and Sudi said. Well, Matt, everyone has sex. <laughs> God, I'm so I love it when you quote me back to me. <laughs> I love it. Well, Matt, everyone, everyone has, has sex. sex. And they do. Everyone has sex. And <laughs> if you want to make it in comedy, I feel like what I said before. No, yeah, yeah, I want to yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of want to say ahead. because I feel like what I said before was kind of sexist. Yes. And yeah. not very progressive. No. And yeah, I just want to no, put a caveat on what I said earlier, yeah, yeah. which is that if you are a man, again, there are only two genders and I will not go back on that. <laughs> no, no, no. If you are a man, you can also sleep your way to the top. And Absolutely. I think that that is actually oh, yes. feminism. Absolutely. And I think that's like in Trump's America, that's actually really brave. We have a friend and I will not say who it is, but this friend one time, like I said, like we were talking about how another mutual friend of ours had allegedly slept with the director and like got a part. And I was like, (gasps) would you do that? And they were like, absolutely. That's what you do. And I was like, no. I don't know. I don't know if that's what you do. I mean, no, we were also judge. 20 years old and like it was yeah. not a thing. I mean, I think he that was dumb, but you know, if you want to do that, go ahead and do it. But I don't think that that's how it works. No, it's not. But it's summer of cunt. <laughs> it's summer of cunt. And what if summer of cunt means that we book? I, I, I don't think I'll book. I probably won't book this summer. I can I love that. I love that. I love looking out. I love looking out on this summer and just saying, you know what, this summer I'm not gonna book. I didn't book just last summer. I signed on the dotted line and I can't book. 
Oh wow. God. Okay. Wow. And look at him, and he's feeling exclusive, honey. Wait. Um. I want to completely <laughs> change the subject because go, I watched go, something go. before this, which is I watched Kelly Clarkson's Billboard Music Awards <gasps> performance. Oh wow! Thank you for bringing this up. I did not. Watch. She slayed as she the host. She sang a medley. Yeah. Of other people's songs. Other people's songs. Kind of being like, I can sing all of your music. Mm-hmm. But did you notice that she had like a lot of like sweaty costume changes? Yes, she had a lot of costume changes. She had like, they were kept cutting to the audience a lot. Well, mostly because you want to see like Taylor Swift hear Kelly Clarkson like, you know, sing What You Made Me Do. Yeah, right. And like lip sync to it herself. I don't know. Her whole life is a performance. But um, (laughs) very true. Like then they were cutting away because it would be like, oh, now she has a hat on and glasses because it's Bruno Mars. Now there's 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 feathers. And it just reminded me of like, you know, like when you're seeing somebody do like a JFL character. Uh, And there's like a long pause while they're like putting on a full flight suit. Where it's like, you can just put on gl- aviator glasses and we'll get yeah. that you're a pilot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, Kelly's costume transitions were quite seamless. At the JFL callback I went to recently, that wasn't the case. Well, how was Kelly was Clarkson's guilty. JFL? It was really good. She Her, her impressions were weak, but her original characters well, were really good. Well, you know, the good. thing is that if you can't do impressions, don't do them. <laughs> that's what I and always say. And that's what I always say to Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> if you can't do impressions, have a take. Yeah, make it a character. A lot of people on SNL can't do impressions, but they have takes. No. No, I bravely am going to say it. A lot of people that are famously impressionists. on SNL (laughs) can do every voice (laughs) and person in the land. You're right. Sudi's on record for saying that. Even the celebrities that come on. Oh, yeah. No, every host is killed. (laughs) I'm saying no. I, mean, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this. Wait, wait. Okay. So what about what else about Kelly? Was that all you were going to say? This sweaty um, cut? Were you just reading her for her costume changes? And also, I agree that she's got a new stylist. Oh, there's a new stylist. One hundred percent. What are you guys clocking about this? That you would because say that there's, there's a new stylist. They have found out how to dress her. Yeah. There was a ten year period between my 2007 and 2017 where I- since she has had the baby people have not done her right styling wise yeah and i think it's fashion people i mean i don't want to throw out generalizations but i do think it's fashion people and they see mom and all of a sudden their brains get scrambled uh, and they see mom that you know no. is in a size two and it's like and they don't give a fuck what the fuck that's what it is and this is this is something i would really like to say and I almost would do an I don't think so, honey, about it, but I have a prepared topic, so I'm not going to. But I will say this. P- the industry has done Kelly dirty for a long time and taken advantage of her. And what's kept her in the game as long as she is is her talent. Because she will. she's the one who, every nine months or so, she'll have like a viral singing moment. And everyone will be like, oh my God, Kelly Clarkson is amazing. Now, I think what happened is America has sort of rediscovered her in like a renaissance because she got out of the American Idol contract and Meaning of Life is so amazing, mm-hmm. the album. And she's- Hoda loves Meaning of Life. Yeah. Oh Hoda, my God. Hoda, Hoda and her are close friends, Hoda which is loves- very on brand. Oh wait, can I just really quick say? Yeah. One time I saw Hoda in 30 Rock and I was really starstruck because I love Hoda Hoda's and Kathy great. Lee. And my best Hoda. friend and I, my best friend Janan, we always say that we're Hoda and Kathy Lee. Although in our dynamic- 
I'm Kathy Lee, but wow. I really do identify as a Hoda. Well, yeah. you know, compared to Janana, I kind of am Kathy, Kathy Lee because she's yeah. like a mental health practitioner. Right, right, right. Um, she's the Hoda for sure. Yeah, she's, she's the definitely Hoda. the Hoda, You're but Kathy. I saw Hoda and I had never seen Hoda in the building before and I kind of got like starstruck and she walked past me and she's on the phone and I hear her just say, I don't think it's a big deal. And I was like, Hoda's chill. Hoda doesn't think it's a big deal. Whatever she's talking about, she doesn't think it's a big deal. Of course oh, not. she's so chill. She's I love such Hoda. a chill vibe. Well, think about it. she must be chill because she fucking drinks every day on that show. I can't believe how much they drink. Well, you know, I think it's a beautiful art of like being a boss bitch, but also just being I don't know. Personable. I hate to say likable because I think likability is like Who cares? a ruse, yeah. but I mean, she's likable. Everyone who's quote unquote likable is not actually likable. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a performance. Well, like I, don't you said think, before. I don't think being likable matters. I really don't. Like Blair St. Clair on her, you know, final episode when they were doing the DragCon um, mm-hmm. uh, panels. She was like, I think the really important thing is to come off as likable. And I think that the minute you're doing a performance a to cater to people, mm-hmm. It's a trap. I think that people see through it. I think as long as you're being yourself yes. and being vulnerable, people are interested. And yeah. I also think that likability <clears throat> is like a trap, spe- like especially for women, for especially, women yeah. to be like accommodating and sweet. And like, I don't find that interesting. No, it's not. You know, like I don't find like I here's the thing. Somebody that people always say is likable, Kristen Bell, who mm-hmm. I do like. I don't like Kristen Bell because she's crying about a sloth on Ellen. Right. Or she's doing a cute Whirlpool commercial with Dax. Yeah. You like her because she's talented. Because she's great on The Good Place. Yeah. And that's a good show and she's good on it. We had this discussion actually, I I forget which episode, but we were talking specifically about Taylor Swift. Mm. Uh, It was Guy Branham. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were talking about whether we preferred the Taylor Swift Disney princess or the Taylor Swift reputation um, like I'm like like, I, like I, yes I I'm am actually yeah. um, not an easy person yeah uh, as opposed to the of filtered, course she's not yeah. yeah and I I it's in, it's it's a weird it's a hard one to answer because I think she's now as of recently like in the new social climate I think she's pretty problematic but I do prefer someone who's real but also you have to think about and this is like something I think now like in the era of Times Up this is like definitely something that matters and you can't separate what people do from their art Mm -hmm. but you know outside of that topic right you kind of have to ask yourself like at snl a lot of people like um you know like my parents friends and stuff will ask me is that person nice Mm -hmm. are they nice Mm -hmm. and like first of all even if they weren't i can't say it yeah you you know what i mean and also I don't need people to be nice. I don't want people to be assholes. Right. But I don't need like the performance of like, hey, how are you? Blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Like I I mean, you just want somebody to be on the show and be like, you know, easy to work with. And almost everybody is. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know that I never think that I never really like see somebody that I really like, you know, I never. I don't care if Nicole Kidman is nice. Right. But like, I'm what, sure she is sometimes, and I'm sure sometimes she's not. And what like does a that human mean? being. What does that mean? How does that prove out to you? There's no like agreed upon like action. I of think niceness. that some people. I think that like maybe the more you care about celebrity, the more that you care about 
if that like who that person's real personality is sure mm-hmm. but everyone's curious because i think the media now is so sensitive that like we know almost everything so why don't why should we know everything yeah, you know what yeah, i mean yeah. like there is so much access and so much coverage so it's like well we know this much why not find out the truth also it's like that like anybody who is successful and powerful can't be nice all the time no. because the world no. isn't nice and sometimes you have to boss up boss up he boss bossed up, up. Can't be drinking pickle juice. Can't be drinking pickle juice. I truly was like on set. Um, Nicki Minaj did that. Um, yes. That so you co-wrote video a song with Nicki Minaj. Oh I did not co-write a song with yes, Nicki Minaj. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I did not. I, I wrote a song it would with say a- It would say lyrics by... Sudi and Green. did you write lyrics to that song? This is revisionist history. No, Sudi, no. answer the question. Did you write lyrics to that song? Yes, I did. Did Nicki Minaj also write lyrics that are on that yes, song? Yes, I then did. You, so co-wrote then you co-wrote a song, wrote a song with okay, Nicki Minaj. Okay, technically, technically. Yeah, which is whatever. So own okay, it. If, if the song gets nominated for an it. Emmy, God willing, you mm. will be nominated together. And inshallah. Inshallah, inshallah it, gets it gets nominated for an Emmy. And you and Nicki stand up on that stage together. Okay. And she's definitely. We don't play with these April Fools. And Nikki would definitely go to the Creative Arts Emmys. She She goes every year, whether she's nominated or not. I think it's important to go to Creative Arts. Because she really wants to recognize, you know, the best web series of the year and the best, like, digital content that was paired with a show versus the digital content that's just purely digital content. Right. You know what I mean? Not, like, you know, exclusive to, you know, you guys know the difference between those two categories. The Schmemmies and the Emmys. Oh, wait, no, yes, No, I'm talking specifically about digital content and what those categories are. Okay. Yeah, she definitely goes in. You know why? Because she really wants to meet Tom Colicchio. And every time she goes to the Creative Arts Emmys, you know, it's always like a thing with her people and his people. And she never gets to meet him. And so she goes the next year. She's like, I really want to meet Tom Colicchio. But there's like a lot of shit between her and Padma. It's oh, like, yeah. You know, oh, there's gosh. stuff. Um, but... So Nicki Minaj, when she was like kind of early in her career, she put out this YouTube video that the three up. of us are obsessed with. It was with. on she t- MTV. Yeah, she talks yeah. about bossed up and she talks basically just, she's very eloquently explains how like there are different standards between men and women. And when she talks men about Donald are, Trump too. When men are, yeah, she does. Yeah. Pre-Donald Trump. When men are bosses, it's a good thing. And when women are bosses, they're bitches. And I was watching Nicki like slay on set and I was just like thinking, Oh my God, how many times have I watched that bossed up video? And like also thought to myself, like, you bossed up, you bossed up. And if I had accepted the pickle juice, I would be drinking pickle, pickle juice, juice right, right now. now. Spill a little tea. She slayed on set. Oh, she slayed. Yeah. It oh. was crazy. She shows up, drops her black chinchilla coat, <laughs> yes. hands it to an assistant, goes, This is my mark, sits, <laughs> they play the playback. Slay. A slay every time. Oh I, th- I mean, a slay every time. She's a superstar. She's a star. Oh, we, were, yeah. we were watching, um, she knows she's been kind of absent for a couple of years after Pink Print. Now she's back. But I was over at Dave's and we were watching Chun-Li and Barbie Ting's The Videos. She is a Amazing. superstar. Yes. And it makes you realize that all these other ones... You know, there's there are stars and there's uh, talented artists, and then there are superstars. Nicki Minaj is a superstar. She's a superstar, and I have thoughts on this later. Oh, I have, a, I have thoughts on this. Okay. I love that. I love I love a tease of a thought. Great. Um, I, well, let me finish my thought about Kelly. Okay. Yes. I don't like that people got rid of her. 
And the only reason they got rid of her, because she was the biggest pop star in the world since you've been gone era. She yes. shot, she closed the VMAs and all that. They got rid of her because she wanted to, God forbid, make her own cho- choices about her third album, My December. And Clive Davis like tried to ruin her. And I don't want anyone to ever forget that. Clive I Davis do is a not monster. like Clive, Dav- Clive Davis at all. All he killed Whitney. Okay. <laughs> um, Blood on his hands. Blood on his hands. I would say, you know, it's one of the reasons she was unhealthy was him. Okay, but anyway, keep going. Uh, but um, but <laughs> I don't like. I'm half kidding. Whitney and her death and the details of it. No, I don't. I don't. I don't like him because he of what he did to her. And then I think she had to throw up a red flag and she had to put make all those shitty songs. By the way, with Doctor Luke, who she said I don't want to work with, and they forced her to work <gasps> with him anyway. She knew. And she knew she, because she had a bad. Kelly has now come out and said she had a bad quote unquote just bad. Uh, relationship with him while they recorded Since You've Been Gone and Behind These Hazel Eyes. Those were her two biggest songs and off that album. And wasn't there a thing where like she didn't get a songwriting credit and like he pushed what happened her was, not to get it? No. What happened was those songs were huge hits but he she did not like the experience of working with him. She said he's quote not a nice guy. Not a good dude. Um, and she said after the third album was was not going great and she was like okay you guys win um i'll make another like straight up pop album i just have one thing i don't want to work with dr luke they said okay on the schedule dr luke my life would suck without you was produced by dr luke and she said i told you i don't want to work with him and they got the song and it was written by Dr. Luke. And so, you know, because it was written by Dr. Luke, it was a lot of sexy lyrics that didn't weren't her brand. And so she wrote, rewrote a lot of the song. That song was a number one hit. It kind of like made her like a pop star again yeah, there for yeah. a while. But she said, don't put my name on the, on the, uh, songwriting credits because I refuse to have my name next to his. I'm <gasps> embarrassed that Kelly. I even worked with him. Love and Kelly. I and she she says now she probably missed out on like millions of dollars from that song Damn. Because, because she said I don't want my name next to his. Fuck Dr. Luke and also fuck Ryan Tedder for doing her dirty too. Ryan Tedder did her very dirty because Ryan Tedder he is a I'm sorry not to throw shade but Jack Antonoff in that all that shit sounds the same. The Ryan yes. Tedder shit, shit Halo. What does he write? He does Halo, Already Gone, and like and if you look up same. Ryan Tedder, there it's really this. They're really the Baby same. Maybe I'm like, no, it's right about your embrace, and now you sing. Um, how does it? Oh, never mind. And I'm already gone. Uh, uh, oh, how does Already Gone go? Um, um uh, baby, I want, want you to know. No, it does. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, of course. It's one of my favorite songs of hers. I can't believe I can't just spit it out. Um, but anyway, so she had like another bad experience on that album, and her being quote unquote difficult because they were making her do shit she said she didn't want to do, like ability again. They and also she gained a little bit of weight. Because God forbid some women do that. Um, How dare they? And they, they pushed her. You can her. only get smaller. You can never grow. And a woman, if she starts out thin, then at the end she must disappear. Well, there is nothing wrong with grow. <laughs> there, and, then she, and then, you know, she became a mother and forget it. Like, it was uh, like, we'll put out one single from each other and that's it. I gotta say, it was painful. It hurt me to see Kelly in that first week of the voice auditions in that bedazzled football jer- jersey. I think it looked cute. No. 
I didn't see it. I, I think it looks you, cute. I gotta say to you, no circle and skirt, off the shoulder, bedazzled football jersey. I want I liked it. I Kelly it to give me Adele level glam. She is. Now she now is. Now she is. Well, that was part of that. You know, she, she wanted was, to look she cute. Was a sneeze, she was a sneeze away from doing a cold shoulder top. Okay, all right. Well, uh, also, no. if you notice this about the meaning of life she era. She should not be wearing Ann Taylor Loft, honey. If you notice this about the meaning of life era also, is they are letting her have her hair bigger. Mm. And yes. like a diva, like she always should have. She should have. Meanwhile, they straighten the shit out of her hair on all the albums. Like, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yeah. Which, by the way, thank God for that song. But they put her she in this horrific, like, bang. And also, bra- like, this brown hair that didn't work for I her. Love, she should be blonde. I love it when, like, somebody with a voice, truly, like, the set piece is just their look, their costume, and yeah. they don't move, and they sit there, yeah. and they just play. I mean, Barbara. that's like, Barbara, share. Barbara. Elton John couldn't move on that piano, and so then he would do all these like outrageous things with his outfits because that was part of the show. Kelly is amazing for two reasons: her incredible talent and her amazing personality. And, and right her now, babies. She, and she right, and she's in uh, this moment now where she gets to on the Voice. Th- they just booked her again for next season, honey. With she's going to be on it with, with Jennifer Hudson, Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> Jennifer Hudson, Kelly, and then Blake Adam and Adam. But um. Kelly and Kelly and Jennifer being on the same season is going to kill me. Wait, okay, you know what I also watched was Christina and Demi. Oh, okay. And I got to say this? I got to say it is Demi Lovato, the Billboard Music Awards are truly her night. She is the queen of the Billboard Music Awards. She was not at the Grammys this year and Demi Lovato is the queen of the Billboard Music Awards. Do you see her face when Taylor won and she didn't? No. They, the, the cameramen were shady. <gasps> they cut to Demi and Demi was stone faced because Demi does not like Taylor Swift. Because well, oh I'm sure Taylor my. Swift has ruined her life in some way. Uh, did you guys watch the Demi Lovato YouTube <laughs> Yeah, we watched it together. That yeah. was Simply complicated. So, so good. good. So it good. was so like, inf- I thought about that. <laughs> I stand I for Demi. I, yeah, me too. I stand for Demi. I was, always Demi. I was nervous to talk to you today. Why? Because the last time I sat down and talked to someone this long, I was on cocaine. <laughs> first three minutes first of three the documentary. Minutes. First, first also, three minutes, first 30 seconds. My favorite thing is that in the documentary, and everybody, should, it's on YouTube, and it, it's called, like, Can I Be Me or something Simply like that. Complicated. Simply complicated. complicated. No, because Can I Be Me is Whitney. No, Can I Be Me is Whitney, which I also have to talk about. Okay. Demi in the the YouTube documentary is super super fascinating because she talks all about like her addiction issues and she's like super candid about it her eating disorder how she still battles with that yeah Yeah. Yeah, like she really really goes in and the first like hour of the documentary they talk about her whole journey the cut you know them covering up the abuse and all this stuff and it's super super real and raw yeah the second half of the documentary is more about her like life today mm-hmm. and it is just a series of photo shoots yeah. and like planned music video shoots and it will and it corresponds with each album. So like the song will be like Only Forever which is like oh, a bop. It. That whole album it's is so really good. Really good. So good. So good. Really good. Only the Forever. New album. And she'll be like I guess um but they won't like talk about that song and it'll just be an interview with her and she'll be like I guess I'm still kind of looking for that person that I'll be with forever cut to only forever, forever. 
cut to her in a nightgown all of a sudden in like a bedroom, like with a four poster <laughs> yeah. bed, like looking at the camera. And it's like, <laughs> she's also so fucking hot. She's so hot. She's so hot. Oh my God. Okay, wait. And then this is her the best part. Her chest is like a creamy surface. Yeah, her skin is like, Flawless. oh my God. And her wait, hair wait, is perfect. Her face is beat. We're going in so many directions. Her face is so beat. The best part is when she is singing only forever and she's singing that big note where just she goes and then she goes down she goes down and she just says she like takes her headphones off and she's like how was that and he's like amazing and he's like freaking out or whatever the producer and then she goes i just want to make sure the vibrato was was consistent And then they see on the computer like her sound waves and it just like perfectly spaced. And yeah. it's like, you fucking bitch. You yeah. knew your vibrato was consistent. I love that. I always wanted to say that. I wish I were in a position in my life where I could just be like, um, I, I just, just want to make sure, sure the vibrato, vibrato is consistent. For me being like, I think it's like this. Like whenever uh, I write music at the show, it's like, um, I think it's kind of like, ah. <laughs> how does it work? How does it work to write a song at the show? Do you have to sing it to the talent and then like, well, you know, I think, oh, well, I mean, I've only ever really written songs with um, cast members, yeah. and oh, some of our cast is just so like musically, musically talented. Mm. And Kate it's is like a, a collab. Oh yeah, she is. Cecily and Adie have really strong music backgrounds. I mean, like even Melissa Chris, sings. Melissa can sing so well. Chris Red like used to be a rapper. Mm. Like, um, yeah, it's kind of just. And then we also have a musical director, and kind of all in that way, just like all comes together. Also, most actors, even if they say like, "Oh, I'm not a singer," like they can sing well. They have some yeah. sense of. I love, I love when I really can't sing. And then <laughs> <laughs> like, Guru. Guru. I'm not a, I have like a, I'm not a singer per se. Uh, I have a very limited <laughs> range that is super high and like hard to. <laughs> hit. Oh, yeah. was, hold on, wait. Can you watch the screen? We're just going to make sure my vibrato is consistent. Only forever. The wave. It looks good. It how consistent is it? It looks perfect. Wow. And Demi. you were worried that your vibrato wasn't going to be consistent. <laughs> yeah, that's why is I it asked. vibrato or vibrato? Vibrato, bitch. Vibrato. Oh, shit. She's not a woman. Vibrato is a man. <laughs> She's a man. Okay, so. Um, wait. What? Can- what was I just gonna there there was a, there was something we were talking Oh, Christina Aguilera. Wait, can we before we move on to voice memo, you bitch. Her two songs that she's released are both flops. Bad, bad what? Song. I like Accelerate. No, it's bad, Accelerate. <laughs> no, you know what I, I forgot to be. say? For Summer of Cunt. That Summer <laughs> of Cunt, I want to be Christina Aguilera, and I want to be New Lips Forward. <laughs> And I'm going to get no, Christine's lips, and I'm going to do no eye makeup, so it's all about my lips, Sudi, and I'm just going to be lips. serving Don't get lips. lips. No, Sudi, don't I already do got it. them. Can't you see? Oh, my God. She ha- Can't she, you you're see? Right. I have are. no like dip in my upper lip because it's so full. <laughs> but they told me, what do you want to get it filled with? And, what'd and you I say? said candy. Yeah. Oh my god! I was gonna say candy. I was gonna yeah. say like uh, Skittles. Today I Skittle had juice. A, today I had a mango, and I was like, oh my god, fruit is what candy is based on. <laughs> oh my like, god! Shit, this tastes 
like a mango but high I, chew. I honestly have that thought. It's actually rule of culture number 66. Fruit is what candy is based on. I I do have that thought regularly. Like I, I'll eat the most delicious tangerine and I'm like, oh, this is as good as candy. Well, also half the time that I crave gummy bears, I realize I'm like craving fruit. fruit. Should the title of this be Simply Complicated? <laughs> no, I think yeah. it's Summer of Cunt, Simply Complicated, <laughs> or... um. Uh, consistent vibrato. Those what are the about um, there are only two genders? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, listen. It's at this time where we have to uh, move on to a segment that we like to call Voice Mem. Oh, oh you bitch. bitch. And um, today, our voice memo is coming to us from a friend named Christy Cello. Oh, Christy. And she is excited to call in, and she has she's some- She's got a good voice. She's got a great voice, and you guys are all going to hear it, and you have heard it if you listen to her episode. And I'm excited because she's got some tips for us, Bowen. Oh, and she's tips. excited about us, but she's got tips. Okay. Okay, let's listen. Hey, Matt. Hey, Bowen. This is Christy Cello. First off, I just need to congratulate you on all of your success as of late. I have social media. I'm connected. I know what's happening. And Vulture Fest looked incredible. It It looked so incredible. And I'm so happy for you guys. I saw photographs of many important celebrities in attendance. I saw a photo of Donny Osmond. Mm. You know, I saw the stars of Nickelodeon's Drake and Josh. And I think I actually saw the Michelin man with his family, which is really sweet. Like, I love when stars bring their families out of hiding. When they, you know, let them out of the closet and the cages that they're held inside. But I'm just thrilled for you both. And I can't think of two performers, two thespians, two artistic souls more deserving of success. But I'm going to be real with you. Mm. With success comes a lot of pressure, okay? Mm, That's true. A lot of pressure, a lot of ego, Mm -hmm. right? And a lot of fame, Fame is what's going to come. Fame is knock. Did you hear that knock? That's fame knocking on your door. I give you guys approximately three days to two weeks, and you're going to be superstars. And as somebody who has lived it, because as you know, I am incredibly famous. Famous celebrity. My advice to you both is to absolutely let the fame change you. (laughs) Let it change you entirely. What do I mean by that? I mean, the old person, you know, the Matt and the Bowen that you are now, when you become famous, those people die. Mm. You hold a funeral for them. Mm -hmm. You mourn them for about a day, and then you never think of them again because now you're famous. And you only talk to people who can help you. Emotionally, financially, if somebody can't offer you something, they don't exist in your world. Okay? So let that theme change you. And if you have any questions, you can call. You know what? I was going to say you could call me, but, you know, I'm very famous, so I might might be too busy for you, actually. What? What was that? What was that? Someone... Someone famous is here? Oh, okay. Um, Well, guys, I have to go because somebody... Famous is here to see me, oh, yeah, go. um, but congratulations, Thanks. and I'm looking forward to your fame. 
Okay, toodaloos. I'm coming. Oh. Oh my God. Famous. Famous. Well, thank you, Christy. That was famous celebrity Christy Cello, and I have some tea to spill. Christy and I crushed a White Castle commercial audition, and they told us we could uh, release the dates. I don't understand what happened. I what? thought you guys were going to say no. we crushed a White Castle, like just rolled in. <laughs> no, and no, 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 no. I famously Castle. don't even <laughs> like White Castle, but I was thrilled to be the face of it. For a moment. Yeah. Well, now you can never be because you said, I famously don't like white castles. Now I'm holding out for that McDonald's money. Oh, yeah. You'll yes. get that McDonald's money. And really, if McDonald's knew how much I've supported them over the years, <laughs> they would be asking me. It would barely make to. it back. Oh, you know the McDonald's by my house just got um, renovated. <gasps> Wait. Yeah. Oh, but it it's was, but still a McDonald's. Yeah, no, it's like new and improved and gorgeous. The one that you always used to go to, which was like a true 90s, Mc, 90s McDonald's. Wow. Now it has Kia. Yeah, and everything. on Graham Avenue, baby. Amazing. Oh Grand. There's, there's one Grand. right on Greenpoint Avenue, too, where I, where, where I live. Ooh, Love bitch. it. Um, so we should let fame change us. We should, we should. And I will. And, I, and it has already. Mm-hmm. I love that. Great. I love that for you. And I wonder for you guys. Okay. Because we, I feel like, are um, celebrity adjacent. Yeah. yeah, that's how I feel. Not adjacent. That's almost like too close. I would say that all three of us have talked to somebody insanely rich and famous. Yes. Yeah, that's definitely Is that anything to brag about? We don't know. But when you go home, does anybody in the grocery store that maybe was a soccer mom or hockey mom say famous? To our hometown, Famous to you. Famous. Famous. It hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened. Not from a soccer mom. Oh, wow. I feel bad for you guys. But I do... I do want to spill a little bit of tea. Uh huh. About Vultrafest. Yes. Hillary Duff gave us hugs. Oh, that was Sutton fun. Foster. You seem different. Sutton Foster oh. loved us. Loved and us. Juliana Margulies told me I could be Matt Bomer's brother. Also, <gasps> Bo, Bo Burnham. And th- that's huge. That's a huge deal, Matt. Huge compliment. That you look like Matt Bomer. Um, Bo, Burnham, I see it. Bo Burnham recognized me. And I was From like, the Tyra Banks thing. And he was not the only one. One of the girls. Oh my from god! You had a viral vid. We haven't even talked about the viral bold vid. Type. I mean, you know, whatever it happened. Asia from the bold type also immediately fangirled over Bowen. Do people know what the viral vid? Yeah, they, is? Yes, I mean, yes. look, you, 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 you guys when know you about Bowen's lip sync to Tyra Banks's famous mm. meltdown you on look different. top model. You seem thinner <laughs> and what and happened? Richer. Tell them what do you mean? Oh, and the, this weekend was when it all sort of came full circle, and Tyra finally tweeted back. <gasps> She said, I mean, dot, 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 genius. And the cycle, the cycle is complete. Yeah, you're done now. I so. feel like I have achieved sentience. <laughs> and I don't really know what that means, but I do throw it out you've a achieved, lot. You've achieved um, knowledge. When I am like Evan Rachel Wood in Westworld, and I'm like, there's so much beauty in this world. <laughs> Have That's you been watching it this season? Up. Okay, yes. And can I spoiler alert this episode? Yes, yeah, spoiler alert. Which is spoiler alert, which is the Shogun episode. Which yeah, is I the heard that it was one. amazing. I watched Evan Rachel Wood and James Marsden, and James Marsden, like they have this whole scene where he says to her, I'm going to botch the line, but it really filled me with something where I love he him. says, I'm going to see the world with you or whatever. Like basically saying like, I know that I'm a robot and I'm going to see this truth with you. 
And I was just like, I just want a man to say to me that they're going to see the world with me. That's like gorgeous. for everything. It's good and it's bads and it's hard truths and whatever. Like, yes. you know, I'm going to walk and step with you. And I was like watching them make love. And it's like you don't really see her body, but you see his butt at the end. And I was you just do? like, yes, you see his full butt. James Marston? Yes. Yes, Matt, I've not seen Matt. Is this, this a spoiler alert? Have you? Do you not watch? You I watch. love celebrity men's butts. I know, I know. So it's a dark reality. It of me. was so gorgeous, and I was kind of feeling like those notebook feels, where just something just like hits you deep oh, in your yeah, woman pussy, right? and you're yeah. just oh my like, God, I love that man. Oh, you know what I mean? And then she takes him. This is gonna be a groom moment. I know it. Into a room where there is a dead, rotting cow carcass and she says this can't be you i know this is you and then men come in and take him and she they made love and he said that whole speech to her and everything and then these guys like take him and like are gonna like reset his brain or something I and don't she know. knew that was true she planned it <gasps> and i was like this is good TV. I'm sorry if I spoil. I definitely spoiled Westworld. Well, you said spoiler alert, which is really all you need to know. As actually rule of culture, rule of culture number ninety-two. If you say spoiler alert, that's all you need to do. That's all you need to do. It's time to move on to I don't think so, honey. Oh my god! End of app. Well, not yet. Not yet. This I is know, the I'm culmination, huh? Okay, okay. All right, so, uh, Bowen, tell them what I Don't Think So Honey is. I Don't Think So Honey is our segment in which we take each one minute to rail against something in culture and repeat the phrase, I don't think so, honey. So, um, I have something. Do you have something? I do. Okay, so then, uh, this is a first. Mm-hmm. Who would like to go first, then? Um, I can go first. This okay. is kind of custom. Great, this is, okay, great. Uh, <laughs> that's not true. You always say that. And it's I just always go not- first. That's not true. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, I will crunch the numbers later. Real, real tension. Th- this is actual tension. This. Uh, but anyway, this is Matt Rogers. It's Last Culture with Matt Rogers and Bowen Yang. That's alphabetical. Yeah, but at the, oh, okay. No, we're not getting into this. Um, <laughs> this is Matt Rogers I don't think so, honey. And his time starts now. I don't think so, honey. The people on the street who want you to like sign their petitions or give money to a cause, not because they're doing that. When I say I'm so sorry, I have to go, and then they say something snarky or bitchy, I don't think so, honey. That no. Listen to me right now. I am not the unusual thing for needing to go somewhere while I'm walking down the street. You are for standing there trying to get me to stop and sign your shit. And you are really pushing it, honey, when you say like, okay, when I am trying to go somewhere. And let me tell you what you don't want me to do, which I will do next time someone does this to me. Turn around and say, what? Because I will. Bitch, if you say, oh, well, okay, fine, I'm going to turn around and say, what was weird about what I said? I polite you t- politely told you I needed somewhere to go. You should get a fucking job, okay? Five seconds. I am not weird for needing to go somewhere. You're weird for standing there with nothing to do and a clipboard in your goddamn hands. I don't think so. And that's one minute. You're so right. And also, like, when they give you shade and then you give them shade back and then they're shady. It's just like, look, I... I am walking somewhere with purpose. This is New York City. I, and I'm going somewhere. You're like, hey, can I stop you for a second? I say, no, I actually have to go somewhere, which I'm actually in, in the process of doing, which you can see. And, you know, being on the streets of New York, this is what I'm entitled to do. And you didn't even owe them that response. No. And I, I said, oh, I'm so sorry. I, I, I have to get somewhere. And they do. Psst. 
Why are you doing that? Now Stupid. you've made it unpleasant. Like, and guess what? I, I, there was no social contract that said, like, I had to stop no. and listen to what you had to say. I know what you have to say, and, and you, I don't have time for it. The thing you do is you avert eye contact and you have headphones on, and then you just avoid it altogether. And let me clarify. It's not the people that are doing that that I might don't think is a honeying. It's the people that do that and then give fresh attitude. Don't and I fresh. will. Don't be fresh. It's actually rule of culture number seven. Don't, don't be, be fresh. fresh. Don't be fresh, HBJ. Did your mom used to tell you that when you were little? Oh my God. Don't be fresh. My mom said that all the time, word for word, in perfect English. Okay. So, <laughs> oh. so this is Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So, Honey. Uh-huh. Ready? Yep. Your time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Getty images. Who do you think you are trying to sell a picture <laughs> of me for $525? dollars 95 $95 in some cases. Look, have you heard of Miss Mindy Tucker, motherfucker? She is one of the best out there. And guess what? She does her gig for free most of the time, mama. <laughs> we pay her every now and then. But bitch, Getty Images, I don't know who the fuck you are. Your camera people having to voice tag or whatever the fuck it is they seconds. do when they talk into their cameras and say names looking like a fucking lunatic. Bitch, Get your shit together. Get over yourself. Stop. Like, get your watermarks are off. I can hack it, and I can get those watermarks off myself. And Fifteen. As, as long as I know some my way around Photoshop. But most people don't, and don't have this prohibitive thing on your site. $525. More like 525,600 Five. reasons to fucking hate Getty Images. Bitch. I don't think so, honey. Getty Images. And that's one minute. I have a great great love for Getty Images now that we've been in them. <laughs> I'd like to keep being in them, but I um, do think no, the photos we, are too expensive. We love Getty Images, but man, that is... <laughs> no, but we love... What is after every... I don't think so, honey. You just went, no, no, no but, but we, we love... love. <laughs> No, but we love. Okay, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do That's this. That's a good title up too. No, but we love. Oh my god, wait, hold on. Someone's Facetiming us. Look who's Facetiming who us. This? Oh my god, it's Dave Mazzoni. Dave Mazzoni, pick it up. No, he definitely made a mistake. He uh, just okay. hung up immediately. Just, it was right. it was a butt Facetime. Oh my god, wow. Well, that's all. He I know does. him. All right, so this is Sudi Green. This is Sudi Green's I Don't Think So Honey, and her time starts now. I don't think so, honey. People saying that we can't have Nicki Minaj now that there's Cardi B. Oh, oh no. I'm seeing this and it is being talked about, and I absolutely disagree. We have two female rappers in the game right now. And the fact that that is like revolutionary and like mind-boggling for some people is bullshit, okay? Just because you had a pastrami sandwich for the last seven years, which is Nicki Minaj, (laughs) and all of a sudden you got tuna salad, which is Cardi B, doesn't mean that you're only eating tuna salad now. Because guess what? How many male sandwiches rappers are out there? So so many many different kinds. And we're not saying that we can't have Migos and Common. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Also, Kanye West, who as we know, is very wise and present on Twitter said that he wanted to see a tour with Nicki Minaj and Cardi B and I agree I think that they are powerful I think they should release a song together I think their music is different and I want them to exist in the same space and unite together because they have more star power than all of those men in the game combined I don't think so honey two queens and I want a new era of queens yes and that's one minute also you know what there's a lot of ones that like got pushed out which really they didn't leave voluntarily I mean no no one made space for them where the hell is Eve where the hell is Foxy Brown? Where the hell is like Debra? Missy Elliott. Missy you Elliott. Know I, mean? I don't mean to say that there are only two no, 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 rapper no. women. But I, because honestly, though, I love. <laughs> no, but you know what? They, they, it's it is true. We've like 
done this thing where, and you know what people, th I think people think like, it's because they wear fun costumes and wigs. Bitch, all the white chicks wear fun costumes and wigs and you're not saying that there's no room for all of them. their music is different. Yeah. To say that one cancels the other out is such bullshit. Their styles are very such different. Bullshit. What was the situation with them when they talked at the Met Gala? Did they have a beef and they like no. had a confrontation? Well, no, no, no. They're, they're, there was no beef, but Nikki was on Beats One Radio um, promoting. She sounded heard about something. She sounded heard about something where, um, like, Cardi maybe just maybe it was about motorsport. It was about motorsport and about how like they couldn't get them together and how the media narrative was oh Nikki's being Nikki and Nikki doesn't want Cardi to be in the same room as her and no one none of the Migos and not even Cardi no one backed her up and supported her and say actually no this is a total lie I really think it would be so cool if they released a song yes, together yes. because they really are both stars and they really like it's like when remember when like it was peak Gaga and peak Beyonce yes, and they yes. released video phone and telephone. <laughs> I'm going to say something yeah, no, shady. But video phone. Well, I, I know where you're going to say. I don't think that that would be a good idea for Cardi to go on a track with Nicki Minaj. Why? <gasps> because Nicki Minaj is a beast. Yes, yeah, so is Cardi. But she's not. She's not. She's not. Matt, no, you haven't even given her album a full listen. Like yes, you, I have. She's, she's not. She's not. She's not. She's not Maybe as she's skilled not... an MC in, in the way that Nikki is. And that's fine. Uh, you know what? I mean, I think I, I think Dua Lipa is amazing. I don't think it's a good idea for Dua Lipa to do a duet with Beyonce. That's, the, okay, that's, that's, apples, that's apples and oranges. But I also I, think no, that I, I Cardi, yeah, I don't think that she's at Nikki's level. She's not at her level yet. And also Cardi has a real like pop, poppy or like catchy commercial rap album. I yes. think a lot of her songs are rap really songs. good. Yeah. Be careful with me. That's all I have to say. And I'll say to everybody, hey, be careful with Sudi's me. Sudi's anthem. And also, guys, check out th these other female MCs. Jungle Pussy, Lizzo. Uh, yeah, Cupcake, for sure. Like, amazing. Like, even Azalea still. I mean, like, whatever. If you're, <laughs> if you're willing to forgive Azalea. Bo and Yang endorsing Azalea. Yeah. Oh, my God. Truly, maybe, yes. Um, But <laughs> there's so many options out there. We still have that notary It's a whole deli. Here. It's a whole deli. There's a notary here. Um, there are stars official. and then there are superstars. Nicki Minaj is a superstar. Cardi is a superstar as well. I don't, th I don't know. I think time will tell. I, I don't get why you're being so shady with Cardi. I'm shady. not being shady. I'm just saying she's been out for less than a year. Like, you know what I mean? It like, she like, shows kind of immense like Chance the Rapper. Nicki Minaj is a queen. It's like Chance the Rapper coming in and then it's like Jay-Z. I mean, like, obviously there's a difference between we the love, two. Yes, but we, but love we love them both. both. We right, love both. Right, but, but you have to acknowledge that one of them is a legend and one of them has promised to be to get there. That's all I'm saying. Yes, it's the difference between icon versus legend, and I think that Nikki is an icon and a legend, and I think Cardi is. Okay, an icon. so then yeah. uh, let me ask you this: 2010, Nikki just just released Pink Friday, and there's all this beef between her and Lil Kim. What about that? Like, isn't that an icon and legend situation too? Like, I think that, uh, but I yeah. think that. Well, and I think I, it's fucked that they were pitted against each other exactly. or whatever happened. Yeah. But I, then, but but now it seems like you're the one who's pitting them against each no, other. No, I'm not pitting them against each other. I'm just saying I don't think it's a good idea. It would be a good idea for Cardi to go on a track with just Nicki Minaj because I don't think that Cardi would benefit from that just yet until she cultivates her skills to that level. I think Nicki is a beast. I think she's an actress. I think she's like a performer and a like artist in a way that like we we haven't seen that fully fleshed out with with Cardi I yet. I'm not pitting them against each I other. Think I'm just saying one is on a no, way another level. The same 
way that when Nikki was on that Kanye monster song and Nikki had that like star turn moment mm-hmm. because yes. mm-hmm. she was being brought, you know, it's preparation meets opportunity and she had the opportunity and then she, and she stepped prepared. her pussy up yes. and she had that amazing, amazing verse. verse. I think that Cardi would turn out a Bodak Yellow for Nicki Minaj. And we've seen Cardi slay, and that is Bodak Yellow. I mean, that's a slay. That's Bodak Yellow saying. is amazing. That's what I'm saying. And I feel like I'm, I'm going to... Wow, gonna... I can't believe I'm like an expert on rap. You are. Um, I... <laughs> Insane. I want to say that Bar- <laughs> Barbie Tings and Chun-Li, they're both like pretty oh God, middle, middle of the road Nicki songs in terms of skill and dexterity and flow. She's not like doing the whole monster level thing. She's not doing even stuff that she did on Pink Print. Like Cardi on... Uh, on uh, what is it called? Her album, um, no one's gonna help me out. Uh, I forget okay. what her album. Um, oh, um, uh, Invasion of Privacy. Yeah, Invasion of Privacy. Yeah. So how Just, come how come I'm the one attacking Cardi, but I'm the no. only one who knows her album? Uh, she, you are attacking. Um, <laughs> she just is so good and has flown and is like is spitting fire. But anyway, but that was I Bowen's diva moment. No one's to gonna say. help me out. <laughs> that was Bowen's diva moment. No, no one's, one's gonna, gonna help, help me out. out. Like when that that video of Christina Aguilera when someone coughs during her interview, coughing during my interview. interview really. really? That I, was Bowen. First of all, I think that diva mode is just Christina Aguilera being funny and being joking, being like coughing during my interview. She's joking. Really? That's a clearly <laughs> I don't a joke. Think she was but joking. when Matt, <laughs> but when Bowen said nobody's gonna help me out, he was not kidding. He was I actually not kidding. I was no one's gonna, gonna help me out. I'm a bad bitch. Fuck the bitch. That. Yep, and who are I we? Whose that. songs are we singing? Nikki, Nikki Minaj. Be so you are be careful be with me. Be careful with me. You be careful with me. I don't do. bite the hand. I do what I like. I do. <laughs> no, I do. Don't nobody in here bite the hand. What are you feeding me, chicken fingers? <laughs> Don't bite nobody. We had a great time with Sudi. Nobody, <laughs> nobody in here bite the hand. Nobody in here bite the hand, and you know that's one of my stupid, famous catchphrases. Stupid. Don't bite the hand. Uh, I don't the know my words, but I do know my heart. you're giving us like opportunity. It's I just am. gorgeous. I have been since you were both young children. No, I mean, look, I'm gonna start. Listen, I Ma- invited Ma- you. No, 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 no. I invited you I- to the. What was that place we went? I don't feel like, oh, Vapiano, you well, stupid I bitch. I invited you to that Vapiano and started your career. No, look. <laughs> this has been a great time with Bowen and This episode Sudi. marks a sea change in Las Culturistas lore and the Las Culturistas universe in the LCU because Matt has had a monopoly on all the catchphrases. I'm going to start turning out the phrases, bitch. No one's going to help one, me out with this. No one's going to help me out with this. Really? Really? So stay tuned for that. Um, oh my god, this has been a, such a fun episode. All the Judai Day. All, all the Judai Day, just to make it, just to remind everyone. I really, I really have enjoyed this time. I feel like the worst side of me has come out, and I want to thank you for giving me the freedom and the to platform to say things that I will definitely regret. Absolutely, <laughs> and that you will call us up a week later and be like, "Can we take these parts out?" We'll be like, "Yeah, of course." I don't know. I don't think anything's coming. No, nothing's out. cutting. Nothing's. I'm kidding. Yeah. Well, nothing's I'll only request out. certain things stay in. Of course, <laughs> and we'll we'll make the choices around what to cut. Yeah, you guys make the choices, but I'm I'm on the side of a raw, pure truth. Thank you. Unfiltered, unedited, and unadulterated. of course, um, we do end every episode with a song. Yes. And I think we know what song we're gonna end it with. Okay. And I got a dishwasher, and it changed my world. And I got a dishwasher, and it changed my world. Oh, boy. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, 
please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts i used to have so many men how this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks Scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly 10 million dollars was all gone It's just unbelievable Hide your money in your old rich man Because <laughs> she is on the prowl Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts <laughs> 